Welcome to the Modern Direct Seller Podcast, where we talk about strategy, training, and systems to help you reach big goals and find success in direct sales. I'm your host, Becky Launder, a San Diego mama, marketing junkie, and sales strategist that has built several six-figure businesses and is on a mission to share the new modern ways to rock your biz. If you're a go-getter direct seller and looking for actionable strategies, you are in the right place. This is for you. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy you are here today because we are getting a little nerdy today. (laughs) We're going to talk all things marketing and AI. And for this conversation, I brought in an amazing guest, Carrie Benick. Hey, Carrie, how are you? Hey, Becky. (laughs) Carrie is uh, one of my biz besties, and we spend a lot of time talking about the future of drag sales and how the industry is shifting and it's pretty much a common conversation that we're having in our direct messages. So Carrie has been in direct sales for over six years. She's earned trips. She's spoke on stages. She has a corporate background before, you know, kiddos came along and everything changed, right? And <laughs> has also been a member of Academy VIP for a while now. You might have been one of our founding members of the Modern Direct Seller Academy. So you've been around for a little while. This isn't your first rodeo. You've been on the podcast before. Yeah. Well, I am so excited you're back today because you have gone down quite a rabbit hole of research around AI. And we've just been talking a lot about how direct sellers can use artificial intelligence or AI to really support their business. So before we get into all the details, because I know you have lots of ideas and tips and perspective on this, I just have to ask, is this something we should be paying attention to? Is this like another shiny object, another fad? Is it a distraction to our business? Or is this really something that we need to just embrace? Oh my goodness, Becky. So first of all, thank you for having me on the podcast again. And yes, I've totally geeked out, fallen absolutely in love with this tool. And I don't think I could do my business without it now. I'm really excited to share this tool with your audience and with others. And so when you asked if a direct seller or just a human being should be paying attention to this tool? And the answer is absolutely 1 million percent. This is not going to go away. The capabilities have already improved since its inception, like not that long ago. And you're just going to start seeing more and more. And you probably already are seeing it in some of your existing tools. So I first started hearing about like AI tools, artificial intelligence tools from my hubby. He's a scientist who works kind of in the computer science aspect. And so he reads all things techie, all things sciencey. And I was like, oh, how cute that he's getting all riled up and excited about, you know, these (laughs) capabilities. I was like, how cute. Yeah, that's never going to apply to me. I can tune it out but don't tell him that I 
tuned it out. But anyway, then like as you guys are probably already seeing, like AI tools started like showing up in programs. Yeah. Um, like existing programs that I use in my business and you probably do too. Like there's an aspect of AI in Project Broadcast. Okay. There's a huge tool that exists in Canva. Yeah. And I started playing around with it and I was like, holy cow. <laughs> like how handy is this? ChatGPT kept showing up in conversations and news stories, like started seeing ads about it. And I was like, hmm, I need to check this thing out. So I got curious and I went down a rabbit hole, as Becky said, (laughs) and started reading about it, started using it. And the more that I've used it, I've just been more amazed at the capabilities um, I went so far down the rabbit hole that my biz BFF, Jill, started calling me CareBot. <laughs> CareBot. <laughs> yes. Because I would be like, oh, I get so geeked out and excited. I was like, oh my gosh, Jill, I just asked it if it would do this. And it just spit out all of this information. Yeah. And she's like, oh my word, you're killing me. But anyway, so <laughs> on this podcast, I'm going to talk mostly about ChatGPT right now because it's free. Perfect. And free is in all of our budgets. So it's free right now as of spring of 2023. That could change at any time, um, as we all know. So you might be asking, what are AI tools like ChatGPT? They are computer programs that were fed millions and millions and millions of documents. And it learns through natural language processing. And yeah, I'm getting a little weedy, but... (laughs) Natural learning processing has already been around for years, and you may not even realize it. You've got Alexa, Siri. I mean, when you're chatting with a customer service program, like I know Mm -hmm. my direct sales company that I work with has a chat bot, and that is actually related to chat GPT and artificial intelligence technology. So this has been around for a while. It's just not been available to the general public. And you're probably thinking, well, what makes this different from a web search slash Google search? The difference is you can ask it specific questions, give it specific commands, how you would like it presented versus clicking on a topic and having to click through multiple web pages and connect the dots. It connects the dots for you. It's super cool. I, I love that you mentioned that because I've had the same thought. Like, well, why would I go to ChatGPT and ask this question when I could just Google it? Like, that's how we're used to getting information that we don't know the answer to is that we go and we Google it. So I, I love how you just shared that, you know, if you Google something, you're going to get a big list of possible answers versus when you put a prompt into a tool like ChatGPT, it's essentially just giving you one response, right? Like it's taking the best of the best and kind of synthesizing (laughs) that data and putting it together in something that is pretty coherent to understand. Am I understanding that right? Yes, exactly. It just fills in the blanks for you. You don't have to dig through a bunch of data and websites that don't apply And so far, everything that I've put in there has been spot on with the response. I mean, okay, so I know Carrie's been diving in deep on this because the other day she's like, guess what? 
I just asked ChatGPT to tell me about moderndirectseller.com. And it sent me the most well-polished paragraph all about my business that I was like, oh, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> exactly. I asked ChatGPT, why would somebody want to join the Modern Direct Seller Academy slash moderndirectseller.com? Yeah. And it posted a list of reasons perfectly so um, written. Yes. Okay. So I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. So as we are thinking about direct sales and direct sellers are always looking for tools in their toolkit to work smarter, not harder. Yet many of us also do have a little bit of shiny object syndrome and it's easy to <laughs> kind of get wrapped up in this whole world of AI and kind of forget even why we started using it. So what kinds of things can direct sellers use AI for? So let's, if you don't mind, can we get like super tactical and granular here and yes. think about what kinds of things in your direct sales business AI is applicable to? So right now, like, first of all, we always want to always, always, always make sure that we are focusing on income producing activities. I will always, as I'll, a I'll pay you seller, later for that one, Carrie. You're right. Yes. yes. Money-making activities uh, are the priority. Money-making <laughs> activities. And it's really easy to go down the shiny object and be like, this is going to solve all my problems. And okay, like I focused on this and this is what I need to be doing. But you still need to obviously focus on your income producing activities, your 333s, your ABCs every day. That is where you need to focus your time. But let's get into how ChatGPT is going to work in your direct sales business. So the first thing I discovered was social media content. Say you're going to batch post for the month or the week or whatever. And you're like, oh gosh, you know, I'm just stuck. I'm tired. I'm brain dead. Okay. So I can ask the tool to say, create social media content. So I work for Pampered Chef. Create social media content for my Pampered Chef business for the next seven days. Boom. It's going to spit it out. But you can be even more specific. And the more specific you are, the better it is. So I could say, create social media content about Mother's Day for foodies. Oh, yeah. Yes, I did that. And it's actually in my VIP group right now. I used it, the inspiration from what it spit out to create content for the week. So awesome, right? Like you can even do it for social media prompts. Like ask it for Instagram prompts. Boom, you got it. So social media prompts and captions, you can ask it, okay, I, I have this, you know, a picture of brunch for mom. Create a prompt about my quiche. Right, yeah, yeah. For my mother's day quiche and make it engaging and include hashtags. Oh, then, hashtags, okay. Yes, it will include hashtags, emojis, all the things. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Hello. Okay. But you have to, let me just clarify though. You have to tell it to do those things to get right. a good output. So one thing that I'm hearing you say, especially when it comes to the creation of social media content or prompts or captions is the more specific you are or the more detailed you are or the more clarifying you are in your request, the better the outcome is going to be. So you have to kind of know what to ask. And, and I bet this right. requires a little bit of playing around with it to kind of learn how to talk to there it. Is, <laughs> right? There is a little bit of a learning curve 
And if you don't get the outcome you want on the first time it gives you the data, you can continue to give it other prompts. Like say, okay, well, make that friendlier. Oh, you know, don't make yeah, like it, more conversational, more informal. Make it conversational. Break it down to one sentence versus like five paragraphs. You yes. know, you can tell it what you want and it will do it. So, okay, let's get back to another way to use this because I'm stoked about this one and it's about blogging. Yes. Which, by the way, if you guys are not blogging, you should be. A little plug for Becky over here, but she has a long content to short content strategy. And you're thinking blogs are dead. I don't need to blog. Well, guess what? You do because it's where all your ideas and your content is going to come from. So, okay, enough about that. But you're stuck on what am I going to blog about? Hey, you know, give me some blog prompts for X, Y, or Z. Give me some blog prompts about life behind a direct sales business. And it'll give you topics that you can blog about. So kind of a good place to go to brainstorm even what to write about before even asking it to write it for you, right? Right, right. And it will write it for you. But I'll talk about that a little more later after I give you the ways you can use it. Okay. But you should have some um, parts of you in there. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. So another super exciting way to use it is proofreading and improving on what you've already written. Oh, so okay. yes. So say you've written said blog post. Yeah. Cut and paste the text in there and say proofread this text colon and then paste it. And it's okay. going to proofread it for you. It's going to spit it out. How cool is that? That is super um, you cool. Can, you can also, like, let's say you want to say something and you type it in and you're like, that just doesn't sound right. You can say rephrase, blah. Mm. And then it'll, it'll give you suggestions on how you can rephrase it. Because, like, when I'm writing, I've got, like, thesaurus.com <laughs> open all the time just because I tend to use the same words over and over again. And I'm like, I can't use that word for the eighth time in this paragraph. So it's a pretty handy like editing tool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a virtual assistant in a computer program. That's free. Amazing. Uh, I know. And this last way that I've learned, and there's other uses, but we could be here for hours talking about its capabilities. So we're just going to keep it short. Creating quizzes. This is a super, super fun one. I discovered. You say, and this is what I did for my VIP group, my cooking group on Facebook. I said, create a quiz about Mother's Day for foodies. Okay. And it generated eight quiz questions that asked things like, what's the most common Mother's Day brunch item? Oh. What is the most common Mother's Day brunch item in Japan? What is the most favorite beverage of Mother's Day? Mimosa, obviously. But, you know, <laughs> I was just going to say, I think I know the and answer. Then it, <laughs> and then it gives you an A, B, C, or D option. Okay. And then then you just ask it, well, what are the answers? And then it just spits you the answers out. Oh, how fun is that? I love that. And it's like so engaging in my customer group. Yeah. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And I didn't have to spend an hour of my brain power to think of something that's simple. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Okay. So I love this. So I think there's a couple things that I've heard you share, and I just want to make sure that I'm I'm wrapping my head around it. So one, AI can be a great way to brainstorm and to generate ideas to kind of get your wheels turning, like create me a list of 40 possible blog posts that I could write as a direct seller or something along those lines. And then two, AI can actually create that content for you in really great format and and nice grammar and well-written. So it actually can create it. And then three, we can also think about it as a way to proofread or improve something that we've already written. And we can do that across lots of channels, whether that's social or blog posts or emails we're writing or quizzes that we're creating. So many different use cases of how you can apply that to your business. I mean, I love the idea of just like getting ideas going, right? Like how often is it like, I know I need to post something, but like, I don't know how to word that thing or gosh, like my creative juices are done for the day. It's 10 o'clock at night. (laughs) Like starting with a blank piece Mm -hmm. of paper seems really overwhelming. So I'm super intrigued and excited on how everyone can apply this to their business. It is a great tool. By the way, I will write emails for you too. Like you can ask it to write a marketing email about X, Y, or Z. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. I mean, the possibilities are endless. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I have to ask then, are there any risks? Are there any pitfalls? Is there anything that we should be looking out for or aware of as we're incorporating AI into our direct sales biz? So yes, the answer is a big yes, but don't be afraid. Just practice the biggest rule number one of being in any kind of business or dealing with people or just being alive is just be a good human Yeah, and use the tools wisely. There've already been like a news stories about college kids who were using chat GPT to write their papers. Oh my gosh. Well, we can see that one coming, right? Yeah, exactly. And they've been busted and there's plagiarism, even though you can copy and paste from this right. tool. It's really not wise to use it that way. What the computer generates is not your content. Mm-hmm. It is not you. It is not your voice. It is not your creativity. It needs to be you. Just take what they give you, what the computer generates is just inspiration. So I was reminded of this quote from Thomas Edison in that genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. And so you still have to perspire. You still have to do the work. You might have had a shortcut to that 1% of inspiration, but you still have 99% of the work to do. (laughs) So that is kind of what I have been thinking about and heard others talking about is just the importance of you being you and using it as inspiration. Well, I love that you said that. And I'm glad that we're covering that as part of this podcast, because I do think that, you know, there's lots of shortcuts to work smarter, not harder. But ultimately, like I always say, like I use a million exclamation points in everything I do. Like I have to proofread my emails to remove exclamation points because I'm like, whoa, I'm like coming off a little bit crazy over here. But, you know, if you're not an exclamation point person, 
then you're copying my messages and you're using them as your own. Like it raises a red flag, right? So I think that this is just another great example of how you can take ideas, you can take templates, you can take things and put them into your own voice and infuse your own personal brand in what you're sharing with your audience. People still want to hear from you. But of course, if it's going to give you a shortcut or if it's going to get you past that blank paper feeling of not knowing what to say, by all means, you should be using tools like this to help you move your business faster. So I I love that that's just a great reminder in general, but I think specifically on AI content too. Okay, so I guess my next question is I'm sure we have lots of listeners that are like, this sounds kind of amazing. (laughs) It sounds really dreamy. I've maybe resisted or maybe I played around with AI a little bit, but I'm not really sure where to start. So what are your recommendations? Because there's lots of different AI tools out there. There's lots of you know, different ways that you can use this in your business. What are your recommendations for somebody that is listening right now thinking, okay, this is something that I want to give a try in my business? So my first piece, if you want to get started, is just jump in. And don't be afraid that you're going to say something or do something wrong because you're not going to break it. You can play with it. You can put in whatever you want. Just start learning. ChatGPT has unlimited prompts currently for free. If you have Canva, you can use the SmartWrite tool, and there are tutorials within Canva to do that. If you're a free user of Canva, you get 25 lifetime prompts. If you're a paid user, get 250 prompts per billing month. So, oh, okay. That's interesting. I've, I bet I we have lots of paid Canva Pro users that are listening yes. right now. and. I'll be honest, I haven't played around with ChatGPT yet, but I have used the Magic Write tool within Canva, and it's really easy. I don't know if it compares to ChatGPT, but it's pretty cool to really kind of, I've used it to get myself brainstorming or coming up with titles of Mm -hmm. different things, Mm -hmm. right? Titles are so hard sometimes. Yeah. So you might already have these tools at your fingertips and just not know it. And just start using it and figure out how it can help you in your business and where you show up for your customers and what content you're providing them. Um, But here's just a few little tips I threw together just about as you're getting into it, be specific, like tell the program what you want it to do. And that might require a little thinking on your part. Like if you can provide it with a specific audience, like I'm a pampered chef, my audience is foodies. So I said, foodie moms right? That's my audience. If you're in skincare, it could be women over the age of 25, you know, who are into, you know, skin wellness. You can be that specific with the programs. Don't be afraid to boss it around. It's a computer program. It's not going to get its feelings hurt. Um, (laughs) You can just like, it's not going to roll its eyes at you and be like, oh, here we go again. It's just going to do what you tell it to do. So don't be afraid. Be patient as you're learning the new tool and be patient with the tool itself because it's also learning as you learn. Mm -hmm. So I won't get into all that dynamic. That might be a little like uh, Terminator Skynet-ish. We won't go into that. (laughs) We'll save that for another podcast. (laughs) That's a whole other podcast. But we're just talking about how it works in your business. 
So another thing about if you're using ChatGPT, sometimes it can be glitchy and slow, but it's free and just be patient with it. And again, like really, really please use this as inspiration. This is not an easy button. But it's a good shortcut. Yeah, it is a good, it's a shortcut, but it's not the easy button because people like we were talking about before, just like when your upline sends you a message to send out, people know when you it's a copy and paste. Yes. Your consumers are savvy. They've gotten savvier over the years and they're going to know when a computer generated something versus when you did. So. So many good tips, Carrie. I, I feel like there might need to be a part two of this episode or this <laughs> podcast because I think that we're just scratching the surface here. I know that there is so much more to this. So a couple of things that I wanted to mention. One, we just had our workshop yesterday all about content creation shortcuts. And we did provide 12 weeks of long-form content prompts for our users to play around with and test out as Many of them are trialing or getting started with building their own website and blog with Oh My High. So I think this episode couldn't have come at a better time. I hope that they're all listening to this right now because this is just another way to help you find inspiration and ideas for your blog and for your website content as well. And then two, I know we've talked a lot about it's really important to know what to ask. So one of the tools that Carrie and I have put together is a freebie for you to download. And it is going to give you some content generating prompts that you can use with ChatGPT or any other AI tool. So you can go grab that freebie over at moderndirectseller.com slash AI and learn a little bit more about how AI can support your business. But Carrie, tell us, where can we find you? Where can we ask you more questions about AI? Because I'm feeling some follow-up questions coming your way. You can connect with me on the gram, the Instagram at Carrie's Crazy Kitchen. And my name is spelled, it's Carrie. It's spelled like a million ways. So I'm sure that it'll be in the show notes. So you can find it. I'm also on Facebook at Carrie Benning. Yeah. Amazing. Just reach out. Yeah, just reach out if you need help. I'm happy to answer whatever I can or try to figure out how to answer. I'll just ask the chat GPT how to answer your question. (laughs) She's got a shortcut. Okay, last last thing, um, because I ask everyone this, what is your favorite office supply? Okay, so I knew this was coming, and I was actually talking again to my biz BFF because she just got a pen from the Modern Direct Seller shop along with a, a notepad. And it's a friction, erasable, clickable pen. And it was funny because I knew this question was coming and I knew this was going to be my answer. And then Jill was like, oh my gosh, I love this pen. (laughs) I mean, who doesn't love a good erasable pen, especially with the Modern Direct Seller logo on the side. (laughs) And you guys, it's seriously a good pen. I was like, oh, a pen. I love pens. And then I started using it and I was like, oh my gosh, I need like 800 more of these pens. Okay. So So, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a, a quick little tip on that. They're refillable. So, I mean, as much as I'd love for you to go reorder eight of them from the store, you don't need to do that. You can actually just buy the ink inserts. So when you run out of ink, you can put another color in. So the actual pens ship with blue ink, but I have purple, I have green, I have pink, I have teal. I have all the colors. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> my office supply loving mind is currently blown. It's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much, Carrie. This was incredible. I cannot wait to talk a little bit more on AI. We'll probably have a follow-up episode on this. But in the meantime, go grab those content prompts, get out there, test it out, try it, and see how this helps you in your direct sales business. Thanks again, Carrie. Hey, thanks, Becky. Ready to stand out from the rest? Build your personal brand by launching your own mini website and blog. Best of all, it's crazy simple and customizable. You can centralize all the things, collect email addresses, and share what you're all about at ohmyhigh.com. Start your free trial today. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Modern Direct Seller Podcast. For more sales tips, strategy, and systems for your direct sales business, visit your one-stop shop, moderndirectseller.com. Until next time, get out there and go rock your biz.